Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. dog you said i don't know she's right under you i can't see her from over here there's a wall between god forbid us. you physically move to help me ever i, I never like help you like yeah a teenager mom i scoured the dark web looking for a kidney for you for hours, <laughs> hours. <laughs> i mean i did spend a lot of time trying to find that raccoon video <laughs> did you find it not yet <gasps> let's put out a call to action okay okay listen to me there's a video of two raccoons uh, against a wall and they're jumping against the wall. And it's like a vertical, like they're both in, in the- They're in, both on their hind legs. Yeah. Jumping against, like jumping up, like you would do like wall touches, like if uh -huh. you were training for something, it's a term. And they set it to, I think it's a song by the city girls called Torculator. Uh-huh. Torculator, Torculator. And they're just, I mean, you hear like, it's time for the Torculator. It's time for the Torculator. And I think it's so funny. And I sent it to my brother and it disappeared. And Emily cannot find it. No, I've found other fat raccoons jumping around and walls. And I even found that video with a different, with a different song. song. So if you I can, can just, find- I can just re-edit that video with a different song. True, probably. but I want the original, want the original. So I can get the, what is it called? Fap coin? The NTFW non-fungible token. What is <laughs> NFT? it? NFT? Yep. Uh-huh. You want that for the Twerculator raccoons. <laughs> the NFT of that raccoon video. <laughs> it's time for the Twerculator. You know, NFTs are really bad for the environment. That's what I heard. That's why I'm just joking. Yeah. But no, I know. I just thought you'd be interested. But of course you've already heard. What isn't? Like, what's good for the environment? Like, it seems like everything you want, it's like, actually, you'll I lose know. your arms. I know. I know. Well, so we're taking some questions today from Facebook and Twitter. We haven't forgot about you guys, but you guess forgot. what? You suck. You're a bunch of little nasties <gasps> on Facebook and Twitter. You're a bunch of little creepazoids. Some of you are lovely, but the real, the I love real. That caveat. Some of you aren't, as if the creepy Some of you are like good. Things. But there's just a lot more little nasties than on Instagram. But we're gonna we're gonna try it. We're gonna get into some of these. It's a different vibe. I think they're not as familiar. They're not as embedded in the culture of our show. So let's let's get into some of these weird ones. Someone um, DM'd you on Twitter. How much can you bench and squat? Fuck, bro. 
<laughs> we talk in after active recovery. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I am not a tool, nor am I an elite athlete. So I haven't checked out how much you can bench or squat in a very long time. But it's at least yeah. the bar, give or take 40 pounds. I feel like I, did we have to do that for that like president fitness no, test? You don't, I promise no. you for the president, fit, the president doesn't care how much a 12 year old can then squat. Then where else would I have squatted? You haven't. I have. Certainly not now when I asked you to look under the desk. <laughs> I maybe, have. Maybe some dude maybe like on a date. when I had that trainer. Yeah. Drag you to the, where they told you you had a weak, weak bones. A weak neck muscle, weak <laughs> shoulder and neck muscles. So I'm, I, that's why I have bad posture. I'm just kind of slumped. My, I can't hold my head up. I do have an abnormally large head. I don't think you do. According to math. You have so much hair. <laughs> that it really also does contribute. Do you think when you move home, you'll get better posture? I don't know, but I do sometimes see those Instagram like ads that where it's like a thing that you put on and then I think it shocks you if you're not sitting up straight. Oh, it's like that little pebble that yeah, you on, on your back. your back. When you move, are you looking forward to like that first Friday night at home with your parents? Like I, free snacks? I am. And they just both retired and- so, I mean, so they're both going to be just home, but they also like, I don't know, they do fun stuff. They just, for their 42nd anniversary, went to the zoo and did like a zookeeper for the day thing. Cool. So That's they fun. have, they do fun stuff. No. Listen to me, it's going to, I'm going to cut your salary in half when you come crawling back. <laughs> come crawling back. You're old. Oh, are you going to like sneak boys in or non-gendered <laughs> beings, whatever you're into? I can't ask. No, no one's coming into the home because I'm so scared of giving my parents COVID. How are you going to make friends? I mean, I have friends. I'll go see George. I trust him not to give me COVID. And then I'll come home. Get, mom, I want Dunkaroos and Capri <laughs> No, Sun. my mom will be like, here's some my grapes. Shit. Good luck. They're not... What if like I saw you in a year and you were just like an elite CrossFit athlete? You're like, moving home was the best choice I've ever made. My mom does, my mom works out. She does classes every day and she's like, will you do them with me? And I was like, sure. Look, there's no doubt in my mind that Los Angeles is slowly killing you. Some of us thrive and it's yeah. just not great for you. So you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go home. Yeah. Gotta yeah. send you back. But you're coming for to, a show. To Peach Town. Yeah. You have to pay full price for a ticket. <laughs> I was looking at tickets the other day. My Emily. And then I, I was, was like- I was going to buy a ticket. And then I was like, well. That'd be creepy if, if you I did just that. Showed, if I didn't tell you, I bought a VIP ticket. And then I was like, hey. <laughs> told you I'm your number one fan. That'd be very funny. It would and be. I would keep the money. I did think about doing it as a joke, but now I've ruined the joke. Just just, just let Emily know when you need a ticket. She'll hook it up. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, I won't. And well, we won't. The search for the assistant continues. No, it doesn't. Nobody DM about it. We've got one. Oh, yeah. Please don't. We have professionals <laughs> applying. Yeah. Please don't be like, I just think we'd be best friends. In, the, in Emily's case, it worked. Yeah. But in general. Our case, yeah. <laughs> no, we're done. We're done accepting applications. I'm replying to people and telling them that the position is full. Speaking of full. Speaking of Someone's full. got a full diaper. Okay. <laughs> what? I don't know. Pers- I think full diaper is very funny. <laughs> the full diaper. Give Soon you're you going to have some full diapers. Give it all that I got. Yeah. Uh, my baby nurse is going to have some full diapers. Load up. No. The machinery is working. Ew. Load it up with turds. Get it out. Do you, what's about you? Do you ever read about that special, like, first baby poop that's it's called like, like meconium or whatever? Never. And you're like, what? Like, it's just so, it's so weird. Like, imagine being a cave person and like something comes out of you and you're like, oh, 
Uh-uh. You know what I mean? Because you can Google everything now and you have too much information. Too much. I, uh, a lot of women have applauded me recently on my close for feedback approach to uh-huh. parenting. I ask for very specific advice. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I don't want to hear your philosophy. It's so personal. Mm-hmm. Everyone's wrong. Everyone's right. So leave me alone. Also, that baby's going to load up that diaper. <laughs> load it up. Purs to Gers says... What was the dumbest thing you've ever done out of boredom and or curiosity? Mine was microwaving a coconut. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, how long? What did how it long do? How long has anyone's microwaved anything? Because they can go up to like an hour. I've microwaved something for too long and then my bagel bites were black. Okay. Or was it pizza rolls? I made something it's, and they were pizza black. Rolls. Yeah, well, you burned it. You burned it. Yeah. You've burned it. Uh, the dumbest thing, I don't really do. Like, I think it's more like... Oh my God, I ate that whole cake. Like I ate that whole thing. I watched that whole thing. I don't tend to stay bored for very long. Um, you no, say what? you're bored a lot. Do you just glare at me from your behind <laughs> no. your mask? You say you're bored a lot. Come here. To weigh in. Come here, you mean man. What's the worst, what's the dumbest thing you've ever done out of boredom? Or curiosity. This person microwaved a coconut. You have to get close because last time you weren't, and I was like, we can't hear this. Uh, entered into a three-year relationship. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> That's not even how you feel. So why would you say that? Not with you. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Is that What's better his name? or worse? Oh, fuck yeah. Shing! Um, I'm just thinking I did out of boredom. Or curiosity. Uh, have you microwaved anything you shouldn't have? No, because you're a chef. But it wasn't always. They're looking for it to be like, I got a tattoo that says rock on, but spelled penis. <laughs> uh, I don't think I have, nothing comes to mind. I don't have any like real regrets. I mean, so. I've definitely like rewatched a Tom Cruise film. That- <laughs> Just kidding. But you do that a lot. Well, I'm, that's a product of boredom. Yeah, I'll come home and be like, I'm celebrating the entire Paul Newman collection. <laughs> uh, I've definitely, all right, thank you. I love you. That's it. Is that a soda? Can I have a sip of it? You can have the rest of it. Oh, no, it's at the bottom. Please take this away. It's at the bottom. It's at the bottom. Let them know I don't drink soda. Yeah, I want to clarify. It's not a soda. It's a spinner sparkling water. Tista, tista. It's water uh, with I a hint of... Should I take some more questions? Yeah, you can if you want to pull up a chair. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, obviously, before I was married. I've definitely, like, everybody's got, like, that guy or that girl where you're just like, I guess I'll just text this person. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not your first-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. They're, like, bench... B team and you're like, hey, what are you up to later? And then you get something better. You're like, sorry, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. So I've definitely texted people, friends or boys yeah. that I didn't really want to hang out with just because I was like, well, nothing else going on. And then you imagine like, yeah, maybe hanging out with that friend won't be brutal. It's like, nope, it is. There's a reason you don't hang out. Yeah. Oh, look who's joined us. Yeah, it's oh. kind of more like, yeah, it's a good, it's a, it's a go out again with an ex thing. But it's not really more, it's, that's not boredom. That's like, that's boredom. That's like, uh, like staring down the barrel of like existential loneliness. No, there's nothing existential about it. This is not that complex. This isn't a Bukowski I'm novel. This like, is, I was bored and maybe wanted to make out. Have, Bukowski novel isn't that complex. Have you oh, set something yeah. on fire to see what would happen? Like that kind of thing. Is yeah. This, for, this is, I have a question for the listeners. For those of you who are still on dating apps, I remember when I started. This isn't Loveline. They can't answer you. They will. I thought, are we sure it's not Loveline? (laughs) You heard the show. It's called Friendship. It's how do I break up with this friendship line? Yeah. Um, I remember there was a thing where like girls on dating apps in LA would say they liked Bukowski. Oh, yeah. It was like a. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a way to like, see, 
I like a guy who's introspective about his upper middle class white life. Can I tell you something? When I was interviewing assistants, I one of the girls was very bright. She was like, yeah, I try to read a book a week. And I was like, oh, that's something I'd love to say about myself. I wish I wish I read more. And then I recently, because she was talking about- It's oh, the same book every week. It's the same. She just can't figure out Cat in the Hat. Uh, she was talking about something like of the catalog of someone that she was reading. And I was like, I love that idea. I go, I always think like, oh, should I go back and like reread the classics? Like, should I reread Catcher in the Rye? And she goes, ugh, it's such a boy book. It's such like an incel manual boy book. And I was like, fuck, she's right. Like that is so- that was such a hot take versus, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, the classics. Holden Caulfield. I do recommend reading literature you read in high school because you didn't understand it in high school. No. I remember talking to somebody who yeah, reread like Spanish, Sun like in general. Rises, and he was like, This is the wrong audience for this. You never know. And he went, Oh, man, he's got no dick. Like he didn't, it didn't, I didn't. I don't know that. It's a big part of the book. And oh it doesn't, well, don't spoiler. <laughs> Caution, spoiler alert. But it wasn't like rises. if you're not really paying attention. You uh, on a similar note, I downloaded Duolingo yesterday because I was like, we're going to be in Germany for a little bit on this tour, and even though it's a useless language here because most people don't speak it, uh-huh. it'd be cool to just have like a basic understanding of just some of the letters or just some of the words that you see, not just being a total stranger in a strange land. Um, and I was moving through it very quickly and I was like really grasping it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's because like that's an organized language. I'm an organized adroit person. But I was like, man, if I had to learn Spanish now, yo soy fluent. Like I would, it would be so, it would be so much easier. Sometimes no, your brain isn't formed. Is because you chose the most similar to English language. No. Germanic is the closest No, I understand thing. that. But that's not why. Because I think Spanish is easy because like to me, French would be easy because you, it's it's done the same way and I'm used to that. Just because it's similar doesn't mean that they're like that their pronouns and everything are similar or that I understand it the way I do Spanish because I took it for seven years. Yeah, but a Duolinga multiple Duolipa. Duolipa, multiple choice. It's not multiple German English. I was typing German last night and you, you said were. you were proud of you me. You were doing a great job. I'm just saying. Du hast me. If it was Mandarin, we wouldn't have gotten as far. No, I don't think people who study it all their lives get get that far. But I can say you you mein Mann, my husband. Ich liebe dich. Ich liebe dich. One more thing. Kaffee mit Milch, bitte. That's I didn't know that yesterday. Did you figure out what cinnamon is yet? I think it's canelle or similar because in Swedish canelle is cinnamon. Canelle bulle is a cinnamon bun. Okay, so it's got to be close. Okay. All right, you know what? All right. Getting a cup of coffee with a cinnamon bun in it. I need oh, to know the cinnamon yum. because I, that would be great. I like yeah. my coffee with cinnamon. Mine cafe. Mine, mine cafe. Mine cafe. Corey wants to know, mm-hmm. does marriage life actually work? Is there a happily ever after? Well, I've got We're you both okay. here. Yeah. I mean, don't ask us. Ask anybody who's been married longer. Yeah, ever after, you, you find out at the very end. Sweet hereafter. Because you die in um, each other's arms. I did a uh, Gabrielle Reese's podcast the volleyball player and Mm -hmm. she's so pretty which i didn't mean to put first but she's so nice and she's so lovely and gave a thoughtful interview and she said to me and i meant to tell this to you she was like one thing that i noticed she's like she read my book she watches the specials like she did the research she was like you're very sweet to your husband like on don't panic pantry she's like when you talk about him and yeah when you talk about him but i'm sweet to you it's never like shut up you asshole like oh there's no like Dude, like, I don't, you know, like, it's a very, like, I always, I treat him, I like, he's like a special thing. I'm always very sweet to you. You hear that? 
Yes. You hear that? Yes. <laughs> I, I agree. Yes, what? Oh. Yes, bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> Work, bitch. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Here's a fun exercise. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I bet you nobody would say, um, I'd spend it thinking about things I can't change. I'd spend it having crippling anxiety. No, you'd say like, I'd go for a run or I'd spend time with my hobby or I'd pet my dog's tongue. A lot of us spend our times wishing we had more time. And the question is, what do you want to make more time for? I bet the answer for a lot of people is your friends, your family, relaxing. Well, therapy can help you clear some space mentally so you can find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. Think about therapy like housekeeping for your brain. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You go to betterhelp.com. And you fill out a brief questionnaire and you can get matched with a licensed therapist. No more driving across town. No more stressing out. BetterHelp makes it easy for you to get the therapy that you would like. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Eliza. There are a lot of people who speak Spanish in my life and they're teaching my daughter Spanish. And quite frankly, I want to keep up. Yes, I took Spanish in school, but I want my Spanish to get better. I don't want it to just be bueno. I want it to be muy bueno. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. Choose from one of 25 languages like Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. So you sound like a local, not an Android. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and can be used on desktop or as an app with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. There was definitely a time where my closet was crammed to the gills with every skort, gaucho pant, crop top I'd worn for the last 20 years. And there comes a time in every adult woman's life where you realize you want less clothing at higher quality. And a great way to do that without breaking the bank is upgrading to high quality affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have a wardrobe of simplistic pared down items, but I like to keep it stocked with key luxury essentials that I know I'll wear time and time again, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. I'm a big fan of their washable stretch silk palazzo pants. I don't have time to be caring for silk like I do my children, so it's nice that I can just wash it, and it's a versatile pair of pants that I can wear out for an evening or just out with friends. The best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Eliza. Adam asks, who's better, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, or Paul Blart? At what? <laughs> At what? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I think Paul Bart still wouldn't be the best at patrolling the mall. I mean, he's a human, so he's Wonder Woman in 1984 helped at that mall. I think Superman can probably do the most because Batman's still just a person. Yeah. Superman's a superhero. Yeah. 
So I hate but that. I, is well, you know who this person is? Batman this is, has the money to like create real change. Yeah, but Superman True. can fly. Yeah, but if so, I could walk up with some kryptonite and he's dead. Also, this is the same kind of guy that's like pineapple on pizza. Fucking fight it out. Well, James says the most important question of all: tacos, soft or hard shell? Well, while I acknowledge soft is authentico, uh, hard shell is taste of times. They're all authentic. There's different versions hard shell tacos of tacos. Is like a white them. trash thing. Well, if you call it a hard shell taco. Well, that's yeah. what they ask. Well, no one calls it a soft shell taco either. Yeah, they just, he just did. There's lots of different types of tacos, and they're all great in their own ways. There are some incredible fried tacos. If you're uh, out here in Los Angeles, you want to have one of the finest tacos in the land, go to Marisco's Jalisco and get their uh, you love shrimp that place. taco. You, lo- you always bring it up. It's one of the best things to eat in Los Angeles. Is it in Silver Lake? No, it's like... East Los? East of downtown. It's in Islos. I love that chewy taco that you told me about too. That oh, potato yeah. one. It's a good taco. Are you talking about a baked potato? <laughs> no, we got it for her for her birthday. Yeah, oh, oh, and chewy. So good. Tacos Dorados. I love a hard taco. I vote hard taco. I'm okay. not a soft taco fan. No, I have I'm, a soft taco. That's why. It, Sorry. Oh, that's why a cheesy gordita crunch is the perfect combo. That's not real a crunch in there, <laughs> but the soft holds it all in with so a, that you don't bite and it crumbles. With a Baja Blaster dust. at the I cantina? Like Baja Blaster. Or a meetup? <laughs> I would love to go to a cantina. <laughs> okay, I have a real question that I think you can both do. Diane says, how do you handle people that try to aggressively tell you how to do your job when they have zero idea what they're talking about? Teachers get this way too much, but I know women of all professions deal it almost daily. And I think Emily Everyone thinks both it. of you in your jobs, especially your jobs that people are like, huh, people told me I should be a chef. People think that I should be a comedian. You just ignore it. Because uh. there's nothing to say. And people are like, you know what you should, like they actually mean well when they're like, I got a joke for you. You know what you should say? But it's so toothless. I think a big part of it is deciphering like, None of that's jagged. That's just them saying stuff. No one actually is critiquing it. Like, here's how I would have gone hard on that cadence. Except the one big exception is when we opened Prime Pizza in LA, the number oh, yeah. of people who walk in to go, all right, just so you know, I'm from New York, so I know pizza. Uh, I think they're uh, just trying to make fun, like have uh, fun. I don't think they actually are going to be angry. Got, they come in with, with takes. Hey, being from somewhere doesn't make you good at anything. That's true. I also think it's kind of people say that stuff, but it's I just think it's toothless. Oh, uh, you okay, if you want great stories, you should hear about what I do at the salon. I'm Bob. I'm from Santa Monica, so I know yoga. Yeah, right. I don't say anything. But teachers, if you want to be if you want to do your job right, I think we all agree. Uh, target practice. Uh, also be medically trained. Uh, also be ready to teach all ki- a hundred person class mm-hmm. and be ready for tactile weapon training at any time. Mm. I'm just kidding. We ask too much of teachers and we pay them too little. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Leslie asks, will you ever do more cooking demos again? I realize it was a COVID side gig, but they added joy to my day. Don't well, we you're do still a, doing them. Don't Panic Pantry? How old are these questions? But they're new. I'm We've telling you. we doing Don't Panic Pantry. We do two episodes a week. We're on episode like 243. Yeah. Yeah. So, so as of now. Pretty often, Leslie. Go to at Galuten, G-A-L-U-T-E-N on Instagram and you'll see all the details. You know where you won't find them? Up your ass where your head is. <laughs> no, Leslie. well, this person actually wants to watch them. They just aren't. Oh, sorry. So we're being nice to them. harden the pain on that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> of all the other little nasties and their questions. All right. Here's a real advice question. Emily, 
says, I, 37-year-old female, worked as a roadie in the music industry for 24 years before COVID completely destroyed the industry. So once COVID hit, I had to buy a house and get a grown-up job as a manager in a nursing home. Now, I know rock and roll was killing me slowly, both physically and mentally, but boy, do I miss it now that it's gone. Things are starting to slowly start up again. So do I go back to a job that I probably can't even hold until retirement or do I continue being a responsible adult in a not-so-dream job? You only live once. Get back out there. That's my really? take. I don't know. I don't know her financial situation. I also don't know how... how... Sounds like she bought a house. Sounds like she's doing pretty well. Yeah, can't you she have the stability. house and take one gig a month? I mean, one of the great things about roadie jobs and those kind of gigs is like getting to not have to pay rent and just being on the road forever. Yeah, it depends on what you look like, what kind of girl you are, like how hard you like to live. If you feel constricted by the constraints of normalcy... Got to get out there. But it sounds like if you were willing to take that job and buy a house, that's kind of what you wanted. If you were willing to make those big life changes, pick up a few shifts, but you will get tired of like the drinking and partying and you can't do it forever and you're a woman, so it'll look gross. Unless you don't care about looking gross. Yeah, I wonder if it's feasible to just like, just take the gigs a couple times a year with the people that you actually really like working with, not yeah. just every gig that comes along. Yeah, you don't want to live hand to mouth. Are you attached to that house? Like, do you like the house? Mm. Ask you. I think you know the answer. Leslie? Here's what you do. You flip. No, Emily. that was Emily. You flip a coin, okay? Oh. Yes, no. You this flip a coin and you put heads to one, tails to the other. As it's coming down, you'll know which one you want it to be Ooh, in your head. You can't remember which what you assigned. That's to a which. problem. But you'll like it. Works really well for picking a restaurant. I don't know. I think it's Emily. How hardcore are you? How punk rock are you? How committed are you? Are you to punk- the heads and tails answer. Are you punk rock or are you punk rock? What are you? Straight edge hardcore, no good time, or uh, some good time. Mm. I can't tell you that. I don't know enough. I don't have enough context because your question didn't come from Instagram where people give context. <laughs> I know these are public, Annals public Facebook, Facebook and Twitter balls. comments where, you know, over on Twitter, we've got things like, here, you can answer this. Mergeable says, what does a peanut butter sandwich mean to you? It means the responsibility of the Constitution. Yeah, that's dry. That's weird. Just peanut butter? Yeah, on bread? Yeah. I would eat that. No, it's too dry. That's like a poor thing. Like, oh, I don't have any groceries because I didn't get my paycheck this week. I'll just eat this peanut butter sandwich. Dip it in water. (laughs) Have you seen a toast sandwich? It's like a thing in, I think, the UK. It's bread, toast, bread. Like only the middle one is toasted. I appreciate the textures of that. I'm in on it. It's like a, it's <laughs> like a poor man's uh, like like katsu sando. <laughs> crispy in the middle, soft on the outside. That's me. Mm. Crispy in the middle. Yeah, when you get to the bones. Beam up, Bridget. Beam up, Brigitte. Maybe. Did you give your friends and family a heads up when it comes to telling jokes about them or did you just let her rip? I don't really tell a lot of jokes about my family, to be honest. Mm -mm. And anything, I would never say anything that's like a betrayal. I'd never be like, my whore mom. Like, there's nothing in there. I don't really have any jokes about my family. So, no. Yeah, I mean, you talk about your marriage, but not like... I don't put anything in The other day, Noah did did something. We don't have to reckon with anything. Any serious issue I have, like, that's nobody's business. Mm -hmm. So, no. There's no heads up. This isn't like a sitcom. I'm, like, using their likeness. Although, for Greg, I pitched a pilot and I made him into a woman. And he was upset that his character wasn't him. He's like, you made me a girl. You also named her Greg. 
Well, yeah, wait. I thought that that character was a boy. In this pilot, a different one, though. Oh, okay. Like, Come on, don't make me a chick. Really stretching those character <laughs> ideas. Every, every pilot I've written has a Michelle character and more recently an Emily character. <laughs> Real life is stranger than what the other thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, so this is a question you kind of answered a couple weeks. Oh. Nothing. What is it? It's a picture of Noah. <gasps> Somebody sent it. Oh, Noah my God. Noah was like, you're drinking a beer. Drinking a glass of urine. No. Not urine. Don't raise toddlers like they used to. Hmm. Monica says, how do you deal with the haters? People can be extremely mean, harsh, and out of line. Best wishes with your baby. Please know that many people admire and love you lots. Oh, thanks, Monica. You don't deal. Sadly, the positive comments don't make it through. Yeah. <laughs> it's a practice. Most times you're just like, who cares? And what kills me is... Every once in a while, something gets through, and it's just, it, it's not that it hurts my feelings. I'm just like, how does this person exist? And everyone's always like, just shake it off. And it's like, you don't know the amount that I do shake off. Yeah. But rarely is the negativity personal. It's more, I get angry at the ignorance. Like, I looked at a DM, which was a mistake, the other day that was like, get out of there. It was some girl. Women are so righteous when they like critique your activism. I have these very strong stance on oh, being yeah, pro-choice. All, all the little nasties on Twitter are doing. She's like, can you please be consistent? You stand up for pro-choice, but where's your stance on Afghanistan? I'm like, <laughs> uh, pretty sure I'm anti-Taliban just like everyone else. And what I think doesn't mean anything because I can't fix that. Like, because you didn't address my thing, how dare you address your thing? I just deleted it. Can you be consistent? I was like, okay, let me get on my private jet and go wave my magic wand over the Middle East. Yeah. What? You should be doing that. I know. Why as a woman, how dare you try? It's not perfect. Yeah. So stuff like that bothers me, not because it hurts, but because I'm like, who raised you? Right. What's your problem? What's your fucking problem? Noah, how do you deal with the haters? Uh, yeah. I yeah. I don't really read. You know. You're not on the. You're not on the internet. I read the comments in the books. recipe posts to help clarify, like whether you can use a different oil. Noah's doesn't yeah. like a good scrap. I'll I'll drag one down with me every once in a while, but I'm not interested. He's not interested. He's a waste of my time. Higher vibration. Yeah. Yeah. High vibration that come from tight hamstring. High vibration. <laughs> Kristen says, which ages slash stages are you most and least looking forward to in parenthood and why? For you and hubby both. It's always fun to hear everyone's different answers. Two things that you're good thing you sat I think in on this. The whole experience it's all yeah. it's holistic it's yeah. you you take it on you let it you let it wash over you and you go through all it's all parts of all the being diary. alive um yeah yeah i mean you, you I, really how would think I know? it's all poop right now Eliza. how would i know because i don't i've never had a kid so i'm sure they're all hard and all difficult and it was like oh terrible twos it's like yeah but at least the kid's moving around they're not just a blob but then again when they're a blob you don't have to do as much so i don't know mm -hmm. it's all gonna be just like anything being single is great and, and can be hard. Being married is great. It's never really hard with us. But how would you? I'm looking forward to when she's old enough that I can take her on tour and it'll be a special thing for her. Like mm. to be like, we're going to go to a nice hotel and I'm going to show her how to like order room service and like how to talk to the crew. Like to be like, this is a special thing. Not everyone gets to do it. Teach her how to work a dish pit. <laughs> Getting to, like, instill in them stuff. Like, if you take your kid to Disneyland when they're four, like, they're never going to remember that. Yeah. But if you take them when they're 10 somewhere, like, that leaves a mark. So that's when they start doing community service. Teach yeah. a kid to get you a beer, you'll 
Never be sober a day in your life. <laughs> I feel like as a kid too, like a dad can really try. Like I, my, like my dad would be like, "Hey, what you want to go get me something?" I would be like, "Me, me," because you're oh. like, "Yeah, I'll pick out the fun koozie." My mom would be like, "I want you guys are gonna have a foot rubbing contest. Whoever can rub my foot the best." <laughs> my brother's like, "I'm gonna do it." I'm like, okay. "There's also that with this like the silent." Contest the where it's like whoever game. could who are, the quiet game whoever could be oh. quiet longer. I'm looking forward to really outsmarting my kids, <laughs> really tricking a five year old, and just lording over them. Like I was saying to Noah, I was like, "Do you realize that one day you're gonna snap and have to yell? I'm gonna take away privileges, and then you have to come up with stuff to take away." You, we just parents just make it up. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Like just the endless bullshitting. <laughs> well, we can't because the jelly fairy said there's no more jelly. So now you have to eat broccoli. <laughs> Or that, like, your mother and I are going to have to talk about this privately. Yeah. Ask your father. Are you going to be the parents that keep the baby teeth, like, in a drawer somewhere? Probably until I throw them out by accident. On accident. You know? Baby yeah. teeth. It's like, what do you do with them? You take them, you put a, you put a, Make a dollar coin under there, and you hide it, squirrel it away. Yeah. <laughs> Probably already talked about this, but. Talking about like the foreskin debate until you realize you were having a girl. I, like a very serious conversation <laughs> that my dad goes, wait, aren't you having a girl? I was like, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> you don't have to decide. Cool, cool. So I think I'm looking forward to, what if like now's when you found, I'm like, we're homeschooling our kids. I'm not a teacher, but I think she'll figure it out. <laughs> not vaccinating them. And yeah, good luck to them. To you. You don't like go every once in a while you read one of those stories where like a scientist had a kid and so they used it for experience. So they'll be like, oh, I like what? never talk to them or I only talk to them this way or like the for the first. Stranger Things? Is it? Probably. Probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seven. What's her name? Eleven. Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. Hi, Eliza. Emily and Beautiful Snow Beach. But also Noah. Eliza. No, they didn't say, they Noah. Didn't say Noah. But also this is going to be good for Noah. Eliza's not going to have anything to contribute. Cool. Eliza, I love how much you talk about Joe Pesci and the amazing movies he's I in. don't talk. It was one or two episodes. My dad raised me on 80s and cult classic movies, so I love hearing you talk about so many films I grew up loving. My question is two parts. Have you seen the Lethal Weapon series where he's in movies two through four? What do you think of his performance in those? I personally die laughing every th- every time at the drive through scene. Thank you. So glad we got to see you in Michigan. Your take on the crowfoot still has me standing on one oh. leg laughing. Congratulations on the little one to come. Uh, you just watched some of I did just watch Lethal Weapon. The crowfoot I two. thought was an Indian uh, ground or casino. It was just a parking lot, and it was, like, named after someone. It had nothing to do with Native Americans. Oh. Um, Joe Pesci's great. I— I've never seen Lethal Weapon. I don't care what anyone thinks about that. And I was surprised to see him in sort of a scattered, erratic role versus like a gangster. Mm. But I'm not a, a huge 80s connoisseur. That launched like the little mini Joe Pesci era where he was like headlining movies for a little while. Little Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. Oh, yeah. Little uh, The Super. Have you seen, era have you listened good. to his music career? Oh, no. Because that's also, he went away and did that for a little bit. He has several. He had a CD come out in like 2017, 2019. Like he's still. You're like, I went to the concert and it was no. Good. Neither was the backstage <laughs> spread or the VIP experience and the after party at his house. <laughs> Joe Pesci's house. No, but it was. He has like was, there was some CD that was like little, little baby Johnny or something. It sounded like a kid singing, and I was like, what is this? Well, that on my own time. <laughs> yeah, so that's a fun activity. Well, go and do something fun. Unfortunately, I'm going to be out of town for it, but the American Cinematheque is doing a little uh, showing of The Long Goodbye. Great film. I keep Goodbye. hearing about that. I just watched, I just rewatched American History X, and I was like, God, Elliot Gould is really good. Okay, this is not what the okay. show is. 
Nice try, guys. <laughs> we try. Okay. Hi, All Jack. Right. I saw you give him a little look. Yeah, we're, yeah, we've got secrets. Safe to say everybody loves bread, but everybody doesn't eat bread as often as they would like to because of bread guilt, right? Health concerns, carb fear mongering. I mean, if we could, we would eat toast sandwiches made of toast, nice layer of sandwich bread on the top, toast in the middle, and wash it down with a nice glass of bread. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. You should feel good when you eat bread. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and it's high in fiber, which is what you want. Hero Bread is delicious and flavorful, and it's soft and it's fluffy, so it puts you right back there, you know, years ago, eating your favorite sandwich before we were afraid of wheat. And they have something for everyone. They have sliced bread loaves, they have buns, they have tortillas. Don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code ELIZA at checkout. That's ELIZA at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hurry and get 10% off your order when you use ELIZA at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hi, ELIZA. Baby arm. You know what's here so weird? Noah, most of these messages do mention you. Like we get so many messages that say Smokey Husky. These don't, but they often do. So they we want you to know. That you're there. We don't. Yeah. Phantom Scotty, Snow Peach, Tiny Baby. I'm a longtime listener. Finally, I have a situation I could use some advice on. My boyfriend and I, 29 and 26, have been dating just shy of a year. Things are going really well between us. We share the same goals and ideals, get along better than anyone I've ever dated, and overall have a great time together. The only thing of concern is one of his friends. Let's call him Jeff. I always get these questions like, he's a dick. How do I do? (laughs) For context, my boyfriend hosts a game night once a week. I was invited to join shortly after we started dating and have really enjoyed going and everyone there except Jeff. Jeff is the sort of person that gets under your skin and is exhausting to be around. He's not especially bright, very self-centered, immediately starts pouting and complaining if he isn't winning a game and has the mentality and behavior of a 13-year-old boy. All this has been said away from him by everyone in the group, but they all tolerate it. Never call him out on his BS. He's not my favorite person, but I've always kept a respectful behavior toward him. This all boiled over a couple weeks ago when Jeff called my boyfriend multiple times about how he feels I don't like him and things aren't the same anymore. He had my boyfriend talk to me about this instead of being a grown man and talking to me himself. He played the victim card to my boyfriend. My boyfriend always handles him with kid gloves, even those guys in his 30s. To make matters worse, I feel like it's caused some tension in my relationship because now my boyfriend is stuck in the middle. What should I do? I know I could stop going to his game nights, but it's one of the only consistent nights a week that my boyfriend's schedule and mine line up to spend time together. So small groups, there's not much opportunity to avoid Jeff. Should I address it with him directly? Should I quit? Should we split joint custody of game night so I don't end up in jail? LOL. This was a friend of mine. I'd have let it fade ages ago, but I'm not sure what I can do here. Thanks in advance. A few extra pieces on this man. He threw a hissy fit when he found out I was having a housewarming party a few months ago with my family and friends and didn't invite him. Recently, he got upset when my boyfriend didn't host one game night because we were having dinner with my brother who was out of state that I haven't seen in years. So Jeff sucks. Say what the boyfriend thinks of the friend. No, the boyfriend was like, he brought it to her attention. He's like, Jeff thinks you don't like him. And the truth is you don't like him. Yeah. And now you're the bitch. And I that's what I can't stand because you were like, look, I'm just going to maintain and sustain. And this guy like sniffed out you didn't like him and now he's made a problem. And you were cool to just be like, I'm just going to pretend it's fine. Yeah, and it's kind of up to your boyfriend to deal with it. Your boyfriend needs to sack up. If he doesn't want to deal with it, then if he wants to be with a shitty person instead of you, then, you know, that's going to rear its head later. Especially if you're not doing anything, I think you have to 
approach this like the man that Jeff isn't. If the only way to out guy a guy like that is to be more of a guy. It's true. Yeah. To just be like, bro, like you are in my face about this. Like, I don't know what you want from me. I'm like, I just, you're just like, I am just, I'm here because of whatever your boyfriend's name is. Like, we're just playing games. Like almost gaslight him. Just be like, I don't know what your problem is. Like, I have, have I said anything? Have I done anything? Yeah. I'd be like, I don't, I haven't done anything to you. Why are you like being a little bitch? Like just keep, um, you don't have to say that, but like just keep putting it on him. Like, have I done something? Like let him spin his wheels and then tell your boyfriend like this isn't hot. So either stand up for me and tell this kid to back the fuck off or maybe just break up with your boyfriend. What if I was like, you know, actually kind of like Jeff's side on this. He seems great. Yeah. She's getting in the way of their of their dude time. It's hard. It's hard when there's like a beta guy in the crowd that like just acts like that. I personally, I can't contain, like I got to go to the other side of the room, but the problem is he followed you to the other side of the room to be like, why don't you like me? He's really insecure. He's weird. He also is jealous that his best friend now has a girlfriend. Yeah. And I'd be willing to bet that he hasn't liked any of the other girls he, the guy's dated. So I think this is on your boyfriend to be like, because he can't just be like, you guys need to make peace, like figure it out. Like your boyfriend, if you're as cool as you say you are, and Jeff, which everyone always is. If all of your friends and all of his friends dislike Jeff, then it, Jeff is the problem. Jeff's the problem, and you just got to treat him like a child. But mm -hmm. if your boyfriend won't do anything about it, then your boyfriend's the problem. There you go. Shing. Mm Shing. -hmm. <laughs> Teresa asks, what is something fun I can do for my sister's Zoom wedding? She and her fiance are in, a Zoom wedding. <laughs> are in Asia and we, her family, are in the U.S. and COVID has turned it into a Zoom wedding. Any advice for how to have fun with it? Uh, watch a movie in another browser. <laughs> <laughs> watch like, was it Blue Crush? Watch Lethal Weapon 2 in another Blue browser. Crush. Blue Crush, isn't that the Wave movie? The yeah. Kate Bosworth <laughs> film? Yeah. She said, Rashad Regan. What'd she say? Asia. Is that all she said? Yeah. Why did I think Kate Bosworth? Watch Broke Down Palace. <laughs> <laughs> that it. Nobody wants to be on that. Uh, you could put together a slideshow or something where you can share your screen, but uh, you'd have to Google like Zoom games. Is there? Well, I don't know if it's even that. I think it's treating it with the same respect you would a wedding. Like, be there on time, dress up. Like, you know, tr give give them some amount of like dignity over what they're, how they're doing this. Drink every time they say love. <laughs> every and time. Like, now I've got secrets to tell you. Buy him a nice present and act happy for him when you're on. Screen. And then say your Wi-Fi cut out. Okay, okay. I have one. What? Oh, okay. Hi, loving the podcast and the sketch show and adoring the stand up. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Love it. We don't get a great question. Season. Loving the way you address the truckers listening because I am one and I'm from Bosnia driving through Europe. I haven't called them truckers in so long, but I, I love know. that. What's that drive like? Yeah. I have a girl that is a friend for about five years. Are you and a we girl? are I think this might be a man based on that small picture where they're holding a, a rifle. Yep. And <laughs> yep. Uh I have a girl that's friend for about five years. We're really, let's say, good, almost best friends. At Yay, least I am to her. Leaving. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. You wanted to be involved. Yeah. yeah it's a lot yeah. of <laughs> relationship questions. Yeah, I feel like, everyone, you can just punch in my take from previous relationship questions. <laughs> All right, fine. You scared them off, folks. This is the podcast that pays for all the hamster feed. <laughs> well, maybe if there's questions for me next time. More specifically. Okay. Well, remind me to work around your schedule. 
Okay, bye. Do what? <laughs> In the bathroom. No. I have a girl that's a friend for about five years. We're really dot, dot, dot. Let's say good, almost best friends. At least I am to her. The thing is, at the beginning, we were just hanging and she was a little all over the place. And I kind of put together in that time. I put her together in that time. She said to a mutual friend, she would be with me if I wasn't fat. I found out and faced her on that and kind of left it there. That's not the problem, but she's been a friend of mine ever since. And yes, only friend, although everyone said thought we were together, et cetera. She even told other people in my presence that her family said to her she should be with me, saying with that smile that it wouldn't be a good idea. You know the smile when she really is looking for my comment and my comment is always no. The thing is I'm working out now and losing weight and working on myself. The problem is that I do not want her, not even 10% because I think she is an immoral person and doesn't think she... And I don't think she deserves a guy like me. Oh, that's cool that you guys are best friends. <laughs> I know. Ooh. Not trying to think big, but trust me, I know her. Ooh, I would is... like the two, your take on this. Much love. I'll be seeing you in Berlin. P.S. Greetings to your husband. Loving the Don't Panic Pantry. Sorry for the grammar. Don't the you qu- mean hello, guten tag? Question is, how am I going to deal with this with her staying in my life? Um, You are, you are, this is, I'm just going to say this. This has incel written all over it. And um, you're bitter that she didn't want you as you were. That's what this is. You're hurt that she didn't just love you for who you are, which is all any of us want. And so now you're like, look at me. And maybe part of her saying that is would encourage you to lose weight and work on yourself. So that's, she was in your life for a reason. You do have feelings for her. And you are resentful that she didn't want you as you were. Men are allowed to be visual. Men are allowed to be like, oh, that chick's fat. Oh, I don't, I'm not attracted to her. And for some reason, women, think about this, are required to always just be like, I don't care about his looks. He's so good to me. But sometimes we are. It's not about fat or thin. It's just we are attracted based on looks. We're all animals. So the bottom line is your feelings are hurt. You want her to hurt the way she hurt you. Quote Courtney Love, someday you will ache like I ache. So that's the truth is you do like her. You wouldn't go through all this if you didn't. You're mad that she wasn't that into you. And the truth is you could never be with her because she, it will always be in your head that she made you feel insecure. Yeah. And you will hold that resentment. Yeah. I think you are too resentful to be with her, but it's like, I don't even know, like if you're friends, why are you friends? If you think that she's not worthy of your time? Yeah. Because you actually do like her. And you know, by the way, you could lose all that weight and look as hot as you think you do. And she still may not be into you. She's attracted to your soul. She likes you as a person, but she still may not be attracted to you, but you feel you have something to prove with her. She doesn't bring out the best in you. So you don't want to be with that person. Because even if you'll always hold it against her and that will come out in a very ugly way. Alvida Zane. You in Berlin. Is that where this person is from? No, they're Bosnian, but they're going to see me in Berlin. Okay, someone DM'd us and said, as a response to episode 153, which came out on the 8th, and it's now two weeks later. Your comment about the National Guard was wrong, which we're going to share. What I said. Well, you just, I think, which is understandable because we're not really talked about that much, but we statistically get deployed more than active duty. We what do, did I say? So we had that person whose kids, like, because of what's going on in Afghanistan, like her husband who's in the National Guard is like at home now and people are talking to their kids about the military and like, what do they say to them? Okay. So- I may have been thinking of the Coast Guard. 
But well, so that's why I'm just sharing because okay. I didn't know this. All right. We're not really talked about that much, but we statistically get deployed more than active duty. We do more than protect oh. the capital and provide relief to areas impacted by national disasters. Fair enough. Yeah. So I just wanted to. My mistake. I mean, look, we um, we do our I'm best. I'm sure my advice was still pretty dope though. Yeah. I yeah. just, I appreciate having the info, you know? Yeah. We'll take it. Yeah. Hi, all. I recently found out that the guy I was seeing for two years is married. We were never in a relationship, more like friends with benefits. However, we were messaging each other every day. I found out about him being married by finding his wedding ring in my bed after having sex. Just that one time? I think it slipped from his jeans pocket. He denied and claims it's not his. I eventually found his wife on Facebook and Instagram, and he finally admitted that he is married. They got engaged when he was seeing me, and then got married a year later when we were still seeing each other. They've now been married for one year, and I just stopped seeing him for obvious reasons. My question is, should I contact her and tell her about the fact that her husband was cheating on her the whole time? Part of me thinks she should know the truth, but on the other side, it isn't really my business anymore. What do you think? It's tough. That's tough because it's like... Is it really, like, what's your truth? Is it about warning another woman or is it about blowing up his spot? Right. And how would you, what, yeah, why would you be telling her? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it to fuck up his life or to, like, warn her, like, hey, like, girl to girl, like, this is that dude. The bad version is you do warn her and she's like, I know, Tad came clean and he said that you'd be contacting me. Get out of our lives. But then at least it's not on your conscience anymore. If it's weighing on your conscience, you've got no obligation to him and no obligation to her to just be like, by the way, that I can't tell you what to do. You have to think of what is the actual deep down purpose. Yeah. Because this guy did it so consistently. He lied to you. And, but didn't you keep hooking up with him? Are no, you that I think even? it sounds like she. It sounds like she's just figured out the timeline has been the entirety of their relationship. I would also be careful if you do... Let her know that. Like, you'd have to just send her the proof and then be done. Yeah. You're not available for further communication. You can be like, here are pictures of us. Here's that. It's What sucks is that he's the bad person, but it's always going to look like you're jealous. Right. Because we're women. So, of course, we're incapable of actually being kind. Um, think about it. Think about what the fallout could be after. Yeah. Are you ready for him to get in touch with you? Are you ready for her to try to get in touch with you? Yeah. You know, Um so you think about that. Think about what's your purpose in doing it. I think I would tell just because otherwise I would think about it forever. Like it would feel better to me to just tell the person. And then even if they're mean about it, it's like at least I'm not still thinking about I it. I think if you were if you were going to tell, now would be the time. Yeah. Versus like when they've been married with kids for 10 years. So yeah. think about why and then do it immediately and swiftly and then have an exit strategy if you do it. Yeah. Hi, Eliza. I love you so much and trust your advice with my whole soul. Well, do what I can. Here's the dilemma. I was talking to this boy and we were both really into each other, but he's deeply religious and I just don't have the same beliefs he does. We spent lots of time talking about it and trying to find a compromise. But trying I, to get him to change. But I knew I would never be willing to make the sacrifices he needed me to, so I decided it was probably better that we stopped before we started. My best friend of over 18 years hopped in and spent the night at his apartment when she knew I was still struggling with the decision I had to make. They're now dating, and not only does she expect me to be cool with it, but she thinks she did nothing wrong and has put me in situations multiple times where I'm stuck with the two of them. Is this a good reason to throw away 18 years of friendship? Or am I being dramatic since I knew it would never work out between me and this guy anyway? That's a good question. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I think your issue isn't... You knew it wasn't going to work out. You just wanted a little bit more time with it. 
And what she did was a little snarky. However, like if they get married and like this is love, like, and she knew it. But to not even say anything, like, look, I know you and Chad are breaking up because you, you. But they didn't hook up or anything. They didn't date. She said they never did anything. They never, never got to that next level. Okay, we were talking and we were really into each other. I mean, I still think that that deserves- That's just talking. You don't think your best friend of 18 years should be like, hey, heads up. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying they weren't like sleeping together. They weren't dating. They were just talking. Oh, yeah. And I've been on both sides of this, Uh actually. Uh, And the truth is like, you can't, it's weird because you don't, you can't be the girl that just like calls dibs on every guy, especially when you've actually done nothing. Um, Everybody's a little wrong here. Like you're a little wrong for laying claim. Your best friend is really wrong. Like that's a really shady thing to not even be like, hey, I really like this guy. I want to talk to you about this. The truth is you didn't really own him, but it is a really shitty move on her part. And the very least, like to make it so that you have to hang out with the two of them, like forcing you is unfair. So you have to take ownership of your time. I don't know. I don't know if that character flaw is indicative of other things with your friend. Um, But at the end of the day, you were not going to date him. So what you're hurt by is not the loss of him, which nobody can understand. It's that your friend was so callous. Just immediately got in there and then keeps making them all hang out. Like it seems like that person has no concept of this being like not cool. And your friend and the guy's not cool. No. Like you were talking he's like, yeah, jump on this bed. So cool religious morals. So can you ditch both of them? The friend, I mean, that's what she's asking. Does she ditch the friend of 18 years? Can you just wait to go date someone else and come back to it? Like, why do you have to have a hot take right now? Like, let them go be with each other and you can just like take a knee for a minute. Don't, yeah, don't hang out with them. Don't hang out with That's That's weird. Yeah. Friend sucks. It, it just, it's just not that cool. That being said, I don't know. I've been on the other side where like I was talking to a guy as a friend and this girlfriend of mine was like, I have a big crush on him. And he was like, Eliza, I actually have a crush on you. And I kind of, I was like, oh, I guess I like you too. And she was like, you stabbed me in the back. I'm like, but he was never going to go out with you. But I mean- This is also in my like early 20s. And we dated for a while. And then another ex-boyfriend of hers, our friend ended up marrying him. And it's like, look, if it's love, it's love. Right. Yeah. I don't fucking know. It's tough. That's tough. Give yourself a break. And you, at the very least, you don't have to hang out with both of them. Or have you told your friend how this makes you feel? She Just care. being like- Friend, some some girlfriends are just like, whatever, I've got to do what I've got to do to get to a guy and you've got to be cool with it. And you don't. You can decide how you feel. Give it a couple weeks. And uh, maybe once you also get a boyfriend, you might even be more willing to be like, all right, let's just hang out. Because yeah. what doesn't hurt is the lo- is not the loss of him. It's the betrayal of her. Yeah. That's what hurts. And let's yeah. always make sure that that's clear. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Lies and Emily. Been listening to the pod from the first episode. Never missed a week. You make my days better. We got to send nice. her something. I'll send you some frozen yogurt. For why? That's horrible to send. I'm 28 female from South America, Argentina, living in Australia. So do you want to send our yogurt to Australia? Hot yogurt coming at you. Before moving here, I lived three years in Asia, Hong Kong. I have a bachelor degree in hospitality management and have been working in restaurants and hotels since I was 18. This industry is tough, as you know, but after my experience in Asia, I've lost all passion for this career path and destroyed my mental health on the way. Now I don't know what to do. I want to move careers and know I'm skilled in several areas, but it's really hard for me to make the move. I'm afraid I'll fail and I won't be successful, so I'm staying in my comfort zone. What advice would you give to anyone looking to change careers? I would love your insight. More contacts. I've been in Australia for two years and I'm now waiting for my partner visa to be approved so I won't have any limitations on work slash study. I can go anywhere. I can work at any Marriott. 
Yeah. I mean, that's an intense job. If you're like someone who runs a high-end hotel. Look, we all saw White Lotus. We all I saw didn't. what turned out to that. Well, you all saw what happened to that guy. Um, I've never really shifted careers, but I know someone who has. Me. Yeah. Well, you also did. I mean, you moved out here to yeah, do it. Like, I was, that doesn't count. You always knew you wanted to do this. Not I even. never thought about LA, but uh, you know, doing something when you're 22, it's like, okay, sure. Yeah. I have quit my job and am moving to Atlanta uh, because I've reached a point where I need to figure out what I want my career to be. Crawling back. So that I, can, <laughs> I need to figure out the end goal so that I can figure out the steps to work toward it, you know, and I can't do that somewhere that I'm hemorrhaging money. So I wonder like why you're in Australia and getting a visa in Australia. Like, is that where you want to be forever? Because you came, you came from Argentina. In- like, is, is that the end goal? Is that the place? And you want to find a job there? Or do you just want to get out of Argentina? Here's what you have to ask yourself. You know, when you like work out and at the end of the workout, you're like, man, I'm so glad I did that. No, you don't. At the end of the workout, like, I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad I made myself do that. I'm so glad I took that trip. Mm-hmm. In five years, in three years, don't you want to be able to say, I'm so glad I did that mm-hmm. versus I stayed comfortable. Nobody dies and is like, I'm so glad I didn't push any boundaries. So just, it's the fear of the unknown but you're unhappy and you won't make that same mistake again. So I always say, shake it up. I always say, scare yourself a little and you can work anywhere. So think about what you want. You may have lost a passion for that career. It may not be the career you want that you went to school for. It happens Mm -hmm. to a lot of people. So sit down, pen to paper. What do I want for my life? How am I going to get there? Yeah. What, like, do you already have another career in mind? How many dolphins will you train? (laughs) (laughs) Segment idea. Okay. This Emily, is the segment, is just saying the segments. Emily gets five minutes to talk about Gracie, her podcast, obscure movies, fast food, et cetera. And Eliza isn't allowed to interrupt. Counterpoint, Emily has a podcast for that. <laughs> it's called Tasteless. Get out of my life. Get out of your life. <laughs> Get out of my face. How about just a quick question? Were you in an episode of You're the Worst? I swear it's you playing the lead singer of the thrash metal band. I actually had to think for a second. I was like, I, I know. know I thought is. about it too. I no, it was that no. show that, it was a good show. Um, but no, that wasn't you. Okay. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know. Was it spelled Y-O-U-R? That would have been funny no. if that's how they did it. Okay. No. Another segment idea. Soapbox Minute. You'd have to set up a dial-in voice messaging line where your listeners could call in and they get one minute to go off on anything, get something off their chest, make a confession, et cetera. Just one minute though, ramblings cut short or edited Why out. would anybody pay for then that? Then you could replay the ones that you like oh. and then you can rebut or agree or have some type of commentary on I like it. that. Uh, I, do you, you don't listen to that many podcasts, but sometimes when you listen to a podcast that allows voicemails, it'll be like 10 minutes. I mean, I left like a 10 minute voicemail on a podcast once and then Ooh. listened back and was like, oh no. Oh no, please delete. You talk a lot longer than you think you were talking. I feel you know like people I mean? are always aware of like, I know this is long and I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Okay, good. I have a question for the pod squad. Okay, just Eliza. Okay. How are you prepping Tianfu for the baby's arrival? Or are you prepping her at all? Is there really anything you can do to prepare an animal for a new tiny human that will likely tug at their fur and tails? <gasps> their fur and tails. No, she doesn't speak any English <laughs> and doesn't remember things. And I'm prepping for her the way I'm prepping for me. She take it one day at a time. The dog will get over it and get used to it as she has every other stranger that's coming to our house. Also, it's an infant. So the dog's not going to be grabbing on her for quite some time. Do you ever talk to her in like an adult voice or just a baby voice? Yeah, she gets like a scolding voice. I'll be like, Tinny! 
Oh, that's I'm a baby still voice. Because sometimes, like, I was talking to Gracie. I was like, Gracie, I'm going to move you and you're going to have more space and a better life. And then I start crying. We have very <laughs> sweet morning conversations where I just yeah. whisper, like, you're gorgeous, girl. You're just gorgeous. You're just relaxing. You're just enjoying yourself. I think that's why we're so close. It's like I'm always letting her know, like, you're safe here. Yeah. I mean, it's very sweet. When you were eating that pear earlier and she just came over and was doing her little snuffle, like... <laughs> Like she's trying very, to be like, hey, I'm here. She's very entitled. Can I be involved? I want to I eat on what fruit. you're eating on. She's like, is that fruit? Give it to me. Very healthy, a little, baby. She, she taxes all my fruit. <laughs> what percentage would you say it's she It's very gets? small because I don't want to make her sick. But I'd say if every piece of fruit I eat, she gets 3%. <laughs> Got to be careful not to give him the pit. But she's allowed. Any vegetable, any fruit, she gets part of it. What do you think her favorite fruit or vegetable is? She loves a pear. Okay. She loves an apple. She loves a peach. She loves a nectarine. She loves a carrot. Blanche, I didn't have a whole sandwich to myself for nine years. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta share it with the animals. Yeah. <laughs> my phone is just Google, can my dog have blank? Can my dog have avocados? No. I mean, they can, but you shouldn't. And no grapes. No grapes. No raisins. Actually, the other night, <gasps> no, she was laying there and Noah was singing a song with her, like using her arms, and he goes, whatever Tian Fu wants. Tian Fu gets except grapes. <laughs> and he opens her arms, except grapes. She can't have grapes. Can't have grapes. No. The one thing she wants. It's hard to take care of your hair when there's, quite frankly, too many options. Of course, you're skeptical. Everything promises to give you all the answers you ever wanted that genetics couldn't give you. But when pros says custom, they actually mean it. It's no gimmick. Your formula couldn't exist without you. Every bottle of pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. I love that pros goes in depth. I mean, they asked me my zip code to understand how the water in my area affects my hair. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love the results that they're offering my listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash askaliza. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash askaliza for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash askaliza. Hello. My husband and I got pregnant last year. We had major issues with the pregnancy and had to move several states to a more skilled hospital for care. During that time, my what was my best friend got pregnant. After several months of living out of state, we carried our daughter full term. Baby girl ended up in the NICU and passing away at nine days. She had an extremely rare genetic disorder that was incompatible with life. My friend never called, never messaged. And when my daughter's passing was announced on Facebook to notify friends, she hearted it and then blocked me a few weeks later. Oh my God. I am so hurt by this, even after six months after my baby girl's passing. I thought my friend would have been there for me at the hardest time of my life, but she literally ghosted me. She has now had her baby. And at first I thought, well, maybe it was too much for her during her pregnancy, but now I can't help but hate her for disappearing when I needed her the most. Should I confront her or just let it go? Here's a question. Did you reach out to her at any point? I would assume. I don't know that because there's the version where you're like hoping she'll just know what you want and she's at home doing two things. One, not wanting to intervene, but also if it's your best friend, it's different. Like, is she your best friend? And also there is the version where she's like, wow, that's so negative. Like, I don't want to be part of that. But if that's your best friend, 
best friend. Also, she's like, doesn't feel like she can share. The the biggest thing going on in her life right now is her baby. And she doesn't doesn't want to tell you about that because that's the biggest thing going on in your life. Yeah, I think it's a lot of mixed emotions. That is really shitty judgment. And she probably did it. There's also a version where she accidentally blocked you. I think for your own closure, which is the most important, you pick up the phone or you call or you email and you just say, hey, I just want to see how you're doing. How's Cinnabon, whatever Uh she named her kid, would love to talk with you. Would love to talk if you're around because you're hurt. You're not angry. And I bet you she says it was just so much and it was so intense and I was dealing with my own stuff and I handled that poorly. Like give her the chance to do it because you want your closure. If she doesn't answer, there's your closure. She's a bitch. That's your closure. But I bet you it's not that bad. Uh, yeah, I thi- I don't know. I think it is. So shitty. Sometimes we have to suck up. Like that friend should have sucked it up and been like, I'm dealing with my own birth, et cetera, but I need to reach out to my friend who 100%. needs me. 100%. She's wrong. I'm just saying if you want to, this is for your own closure, and if you want to maintain that friendship or get it going again, uh, but that is so shitty. Yeah. But, but I bet you she has an answer that's softer than what you'd imagine. It's all about what you want to get out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to her because otherwise you're always going to wonder. And if she's a monster, then yeah. it's like, you know, at it least. It makes you look, weddings and children makes you selfish some in some good ways, some bad ways. But like, you know, I have all these friends that have babies and you're like, oh man, so-and-so didn't return my text. And it's like, oh, it's not personal. She's just underwater. Yeah. And that's aggressive to block you. I could understand not reaching out because you're in your own shit. Who knows what she's doing? But that's, if that's your best friend. To block you. Maybe you have a different definition of best friends. Like we haven't talked in 10 years, but she's my best friend. Right. Also, it's like, you know, on Facebook, you can hide someone where their stuff doesn't come up on your feed. You don't have to block Maybe she them. Meant like to that's do that. crazy. She, I feel like she didn't mean to block me. I, yeah, to, heart your announcement and not even like reach out to you to say like, I just got the sweetest text actually today from my my aunt on my dad's side. And she was like, hey, I talked to your dad. I heard about your grandma on your mom's side. I'm so sorry. And yeah, I, she and it can just reach out. Like, just getting a text was like so meaningful, you know? We got to be more selfish with what we want. You reach out, you'd be like, what's up? Why'd you do that? And give her the chance to answer. If it's not good enough for you, you move on. Yeah. I'm really sorry about your child. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't, you know, dealing with that, you don't need people like this friend in your life if that's how she's going to be. Well, you want to do Top of the Cob? It's the Top of the Cob. We're doing it right every day. You just take a bite. Top of the Cob. My Top of the Cob, uh, this is coming out October 6th, and I am on my way to Europe. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> My top of the cob is that we were able to get these European dates booked and that I'm able to, I can't go to every country. Some countries won't let us in. It just depends. Um, By the time this comes out, it will, I don't know what will be open, what won't, but for the most part, they're open. Yeah. I'm grateful and I'm grateful, but I am. It's my top of the cob that I get to not fully, fully pregnant and still able to enjoy a little bit of life, come to Europe, do my comedy and see a lot of parts of Europe I've never seen with. Uh, Smokey Husky. Yeah. Very looking forward to it. Um, and he seems like such a great person to travel with because he's like a good, he's like organized. Yes. He like gets the Google Duck going. He looks up the restaurant. So he's it's great. like a nice. And I love a cafe. Cafe. Yeah. Cafe mit milch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bitte. My top of the cup is I was mad at Sony's support about help I needed connecting my headphones to something and then it didn't work. It didn't work. And then I reached out again and they fixed it. So thank you. Fuck Yeah. My bottom, 
why is my battery always low? My battery's always getting low on my phone. It's like you're below 20% warning. And I'm like, ah, I'm trying to to live. Why is it so, why is it so short that it lives? My phone needs to be charged every day. I don't got enough cables for that. I get a new phone. No. I get a new phone. No, this one is doing its best. My bottom of the cob is how unfilling yet seemingly filling cereal is. Oh, yeah. You eat a bowl of cereal and you're like, yeah. And then an hour later, you're like, I'm so hungry. Not even an hour. Or you're like, I need another one. I don't feel well. I need another one. (laughs) It's never good. It shouldn't be a product. There's just another way for them to like figure out corn or wheat. It's none of it's ever great for you. You always feel a little sluggish. I love cereal. And I call bullshit on cereal. I love my favorite cereal is Crave. Me too. With a K. Crave. <laughs> Crave Maga. Uh-huh. It's an Israeli fighting cereal. <laughs> I would fight the cereal. Yo, folks, you're listening to this. You're in Europe. <laughs> Come on out and see me. I'm in Europe. I flew all the way there. Yeah. Get your tickets. For everybody that's like, why aren't you coming to this town? Look, she came on. Like, you meet her halfway. Yeah, I brought so many strains of COVID with me, and I'm ready to go. Right. Eliza.com slash tour. Have act, will travel. Danke. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.